Good afternoon, episode 11 of the Football Supports Hub podcast, an eventful week of football, mm. eventful week for you as well, wasn't it, Podge? Yeah, festival. that was fun, some hippie festival in the middle of the forest. Always good, how was it? Yeah, really, really good fun. Everyone was really friendly, it was just, yeah, it's just a mad couple of days. Any funny stories to share? Uh, there's all sorts, some <laughs> that I have to remain disclosed, but there's, yeah, it was just a great weekend. It was good to get out, you know, from COVID and all that. Didn't think about it once while I was there. It was beautiful. And now you've got it. And now I've got it. <laughs> now I am. It's got, all good. Got the hippie variant. Oh, fucking hell. Well, I had a very bad start to a day yesterday. Go on then. Let's see. Let's see. It's what not it... a story. It's just fucking the life of it's James. A bad Ronicles. start, mate. It's the sort of things I've got to deal with, you know. I got woken up by Tash yesterday with the worst phrase you could ever hear. I'm pregnant. No, the fridge is broken. Ah. <laughs> half, half asleep. I just replied, turn it on and off. <laughs> that didn't work. No. So I was like, ah, oh, shit. I was like, we got a fridge freezer as well, so that means that everything's fucked. Yeah. Um. And we just done a food shop as well, so you couldn't couldn't really pick a worse time to, to have that happen. To um, anyway, being the proper double R geezer, I am. I managed to get it working again. This first one. Well, the freezer was working. Well, the freezer was working straight away. The fridge still wasn't working, so I had to run down to the shed, half dressed, get the the Stella fridge up, put all the stuff. I had to prioritise what food I kept because yeah. it wouldn't all fit in the Stella fridge. So I bet you still I, kept I some like, cans in there. Yeah, I was like Stella, yes. <laughs> Spinach? No. <laughs> Bacon? Yes. Fucking hell. <laughs> and if it healthy, like carrots were gone, mate. Yeah, chuck them. Bacon was in. First world problems. Yeah. But yeah, it's all working now, so panic over. All good. But up, but up. Anyway, football last weekend. I bet you're happy. Yeah. Last minute winner for Cov, Matty Golden. Yeah, I was waiting outside the toilets and like, I just thought oh, I'd quickly check the score. Didn't even need to check a notification came up on my phone with just obviously the capital letters from like commentaries Twitter saying go ninety eight and I just saw ninety eight I was like what the fuck what the I was, fuck, man. it puts you in a proper buzzing mood as well for the rest of the day couldn't have couldn't have been any better I was so happy. last minute winners at the Rico now isn't it Matt Gordon's been out for literally the best part of a year like last season this season he's just been injury on and off injury on and off and it's just fucking great to see him slot one away. And we, if you look at the stats for that game, we had like 25 shots or something mental like that. We absolutely battered them and we deserved that. So happy days. We're still going to finish like 10th or like 14th. Fourth at the moment though. So but yeah, most of it. guarantee we won't finish there. Marty leaves Drew Everton. Great performance. Could have won that really. 2-2, two, two, wasn't great it? Great performance, yeah. First point on the board. That's what an it. atmosphere though. What an atmosphere. Sold out against Crew as well in the Carabao Cup. Did you lose that or win? No, it won 3 0. Oh, right. Took us like fucking nearly 80 minutes to score. But oh, right. We won in the end. Fucking hell. But, um, oh, yeah, I have to apologise to you as well for last week. What's you know, that? Obviously, when we finished in the podcast. And um, basically, I've got um, a big apple tree in the middle of the garden. And, oh, uh, this yeah. time of year, apples are just flying left, right, and centre on the floor. So, being the children we are, after we finished the podcast and um and walked out, we started, uh, started throwing apples at each other. <laughs> Started, rock hard ripe it, apples yeah rock hard apples and it started off a bit like tame we were just like throwing them like quite gently and then um you know when you throw like one at someone like in the general direction you think oh it'll go near him it won't hit them 
I've absolutely creamed one straight into Podge's jaw. <laughs> yeah, no, it was the back. It was the back of my ear that hard oh, bit it? on the back of oh, the, right. the ear, and like it was the, cu- the sound was, it made as well. It was coming too quick for me to move out of the way, so I just turned <laughs> my head and it just pinged it right on the back of the ear. And then obviously I launched him back in the other direction. I think it hit James's shed window or something. <laughs> but, <laughs> Miss me though, it's me. yeah. I'll fuck you up today after we finish this. Yeah, I'm sure you get me back. Uh, we have to talk six side footy as well before uh, before we move on. So what is it now? Nine nine five in the Golden Boot race. Both on is the it? score sheet on mm. Wednesday, weren't we? Yeah, you keep well. You keep getting two, and then I get one a game. Or yeah, like, you know, more you or up, up your game then, mate. So yeah, what was it? Three one. What what performance it was on Wednesday though? We were on fire. One nil down as well, don't we? And then we we come back. We came back strong. Best performance of the season, I think. That. We were, we were hungry. We were, we're, we we're wanted. We wanted it. We, we there was some nasty tap. Well, not nasty, but like some nice fifty-fifty feisty tackles. Like the last around. couple of weeks, it's been like that. So I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Like usually, you put a few hard tackles, and I'm like, oh, get off. That's that's what this I mean, time. Yeah. It's been a bit about mutual respect. We've yeah. both put in challenges, and no one's got like arsy with it or started diving. That's so. why we we pay money because we Enjoy want it. to to be competitive, don't we? So that's it. That is it. Before we move on, we can't miss out the dad joke. Oh, I know. God. I know. I say this every week. I dread it. But I promise you, come on. I promise you, this one shits all over the other jokes. Go on, them. It's a really good one. And it's, I think it's your type of humour as well. I okay. just got to make sure I tell it right and then you might laugh. Please. <laughs> the pressure's on now. Okay. The pressure's on. Right. Did you know mm. that male bees die after mating? Yeah. So that's basically their life. Honey, nut. Cheerio. <laughs> yeah. He's that got him. Good. Yes. All right. That's fair. <laughs> I like that. I, like I that. finally got him. I fucking knew it. It's the nut bit that got me. <laughs> that's funny. Finally. It's only, taken 11, it's only taken 11 episodes, but I finally got poised to laugh at it. It's a B based joke. Love <laughs> he it. loves the bees. Love it. Anyway, so in uh, today's episode, um, we're going to be talking transfers, uh, atmospheres. Uh, going through what makes a club tin pot um, and also be reviewing some of the worst tweets that we've seen from footballers. So, Podge, there's a lot going on in the football world right now. Uh, so, since our last pod, uh, Messi obviously signed for PSG. Ronaldo looks very close to moving to Man City. Mbappe rumoured uh, a move to Real Madrid. Yep. Kane confirmed he's staying. It's all kicking off. I feel like we're living in a parallel universe at the moment. Yeah. Like, so less. So Mbappe, what Real Madrid have increased their bid to like 140 plus now. Mil. Mm. Where have they where they got that money from? No idea. No idea. Mate. No idea. Probably UEFA funded secretly or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then Messi, obviously, that's done dusted. Ronaldo, he's just he's going to the best league in the world. He's 36 years old. Yeah. Messi's too much of a pussy to do that. I'm not saying he's a pussy, but <laughs> he just did. <laughs> but yeah, okay, right, he is a pussy. But at least like Ronaldo, he's 36. He he's he always wants to challenge himself no matter what. And I think he's like he's people say Messi is a better player, he probably is, but prestigious wise or prestigious wise, I think for me, Ronaldo, he gets a lot of my respect. A lot. 
and plus he's absolutely shit housing man you man know, you know and that, that is, which is great that is funny as fuck i'll crack open a san miguel to that i wonder how he'd fit in with uh guardiola's sort of style of play i think i think he'll bag loads of goals i think he'll yeah he'll fit in he's just fucking class isn't he but with, with uh he, he'll be like that he'll be like that messy that guardiola had at barcelona but obviously as a striker yeah, he got he got the best out of Messi. I'm sure we'll get the best out of Ronaldo as well. If they don't win that league, if we don't win the league with that squad, fucking all hell break loose. How how can they not win yeah. the league with that squad if he signs? For me, the only contenders is Chelsea, other than Man City. Yeah, I want, I'll be interested to see how Liverpool get on as well. I think. Yeah, probably third. Fucking if they put in a good run, you never know. No, you never they're know. They're good. They're good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, speaking of that. Standout performance so far in the Prem. Who do you, who do you think? Uh, West Ham for me. Yeah, what's he top of the league at the moment with two wins uh, from two? Two two reasons why they're they're scoring goals for fun against good opposition. Well, Leicester, not Newcastle, although they were away for New uh, for Newcastle. But yeah, but it's hard to follow up from what they did last year as an achievement. And I think oh, yeah, they've started. Plus the same as no say, Lingard. Uh, they've not really made any signings. Yeah, I think they might be getting Kurt Zuma in. Yeah, that's right. And again, <laughs> Moyes. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, and uh, again, Moyes is just he's he's rebuilt what he tarnished himself at United. I think over he's finally redeemed himself. If that makes sense, like he's the manager yeah. he was. That was a tough job Everton. to go into though, wasn't it? After yeah. after Fergie. Yeah. But yeah, he don't. I think that sort of club suits him. Mm-hmm. Like. They're not going to splash the cash, they, but he'll get them sort of like top six, top seven, and uh, it's the, keep, it's, keep them running smoothly. It's, it's the high end of what fans would want. Like in Dream World, it's what fans would want, and he's achieving that. Like, can he do another consistent year of Europe and and get like top five, top six? I think he can. Yeah, he'd do well to do it again. But if he does, fair play. Yeah. Just whilst we're on West Ham as well, just want to talk about Antonio and. How well he's done so far. Mm. So three goals in the first two games, I think. What a is. fucking player he um, is. And watching his interview on Monday Night Football as well, it's quite refreshing to see it because he actually had a bit of fucking personality, which you don't get a lot with um, yeah. Monday footballers. Yeah. They're like media trained robots, some of them aren't they? They are. He, um, yeah, he had a bit of personality about him, which is good. And I've always said it's a shame that he's had so many injuries because I think he could be like, playing for England. He's just um, such a beast, isn't he? And yeah. he's completely different to what like most strikers are he's he's just so physical he's yeah. everywhere in the box he's he seems to he seems to be like muscling defenders fairly easily out of the way and getting them getting ahead of them like he's just he's a class player west ham's all-time top goal scorer in the prem now. yeah Head that Canyon, when i heard that start yeah, I, was like, I, was, I was shot with that what I was shocked, yeah <laughs> really really i didn't know that that's bad uh, isn't he is he does he play for jamaica now like i think he's a uh, I think so. I don't know if he's made an appearance. I can't remember his FIFA card. I think it was his <laughs> FIFA card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a shame because I think he'd be great for uh, for England if he if he keeps. Fit. Yeah. Um, standout players other other than that, then who who are you thinking this year? Who, who sort of caught your eye so far? Uh, Pogba and Pogba. Yeah, I, yeah. That's a lazy answer. About time he's done something. Um, yeah, I mean, on his day, he's world class. I don't really know who else. So there's only been a couple of games, but Ben Rama as well. Whilst talking about yeah. West Ham, I think he's had a great start. I think it's it's always a hard first season in the Prem when you come from the Championship, but you know you have got to keep the faith. He he was he tore up like Adel Tarapti tore up the, 
the championship. Yeah, he, he showed glimpses last year. But yeah, now he's sort of he's actually scoring he's some he gets goals, a good run in the team, and, and yeah. getting assists. Yeah, Greenwood looks alright as well. Oh didn't, yeah, didn't make the England team, um, but you know, I think that's because that's, that's understandable when Bayern yeah, there, you know, and I think it's just because like it was such a he's had such a quick start to the prem. Like yeah. you, you want like he based might... on last season's form, you can see why he's not called up. But yeah. this year he has an flying style. Yeah, but if if he can do that for like another month or two consistently, then he will definitely be in that team. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Or Lukaku as well. We haven't talked about Lukaku signing. Yeah. Do you think that's going to be a big signing for Chelsea? Yeah, I don't think he's going to surprise anyone. I think he's just going to score goals. Yeah. Simple as that. Again, I, I think I said a, a, a few podcasts ago. He's a sort of player. He's um, a bit of a form player and a confidence player, isn't he? On his day, he's unbelievable. Um, but he he'll go like five games. He'll score in every single game, yeah. and then he'll go quite a few games without scoring, and the pressure gets onto him, and he starts missing easy chances, yeah. losing his confidence. So if he can keep keep his confidence up and uh, keep going, then yeah, he'll be an absolute asset to Chelsea. I think um, he he's a player that like thrives off being loved as well. Like at United, he was a bit. If he hit and miss, like you say, he'd he'd score a couple of goals and then like not score for a few games. But if he's like loved by the fans as he was yeah. at Inter, then there's no reason why he he won't score week in week out and get plenty uh, twenty plus goals. Like this yeah, season. I think it'd be good for Werner as well having him there. Yeah, for like two reasons really: either competition for him, so up his game. And also, they end up playing together or anything like that. I think that would suit the way, yeah. the way they play. I, I have a feeling. I, I feel like Werner will move on this window. I don't know to who. I don't know. Do you think? Yeah. I, th- I think it, it'll be like a last-minute thing. I don't, I don't think Chelsea... Put this in your bookmarks. <laughs> yeah. I really don't think Chelsea... Uh, they don't need him anymore. And I, I don't think he just suits Chelsea. And, and yeah, I think Thomas Tunchell will try and... Thomas fu- who? Tunchell. Tunchell. We'll try and fuck Thomas him up. Thomas Tuchel, not Tunchel. Tuchel. All right, sorry, Mr. German interpreter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think we'll try and fuck him off. Oh, maybe. Big question for you as well. Are Arsenal going down? No, there's no reason. <laughs> Just because they're called Arsenal doesn't mean they can't go down. Am I right? They're... They've, I can't see them. They don't have the players for to fight against like Burnley, fight and win. Yeah, or against like Newcastle. Like in if there was a pivotal game of the say, there's like four games left and they need like five points. But so do Newcastle, so do Burnley, so do Brentford. That they're, they're going to lose those types of games because yeah. they just can't handle. I, the I don't pressure. think they go down. They've got some class players, haven't they? They have got some good talent. <laughs> of but course they team, do. I, I think they'll, they'll sneak top half, but. But if if they do get in that position that. with like five or six games to go, I'd fancy them going down. <laughs> I really Paul would. No, I don't think they'll go down. And it would humble it would humble some of the fans if they do fucking yeah. go down. I like imagine Arsenal fan TV after that. Ah, oh, it'd be I've, um, the I'd, most watched thing. Yeah. in history. I did a fifty pound bet with uh, Luke as well. Leeds will finish above um, Arsenal. Yeah, so that'd be interesting. Because Luke could be a tight one. is Luke a uh, Arsenal fan. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we move on to the next part, um, just wanted to mention we we talked about the worst atmospheres on the uh, on the last podcast. Just looking at like some of the atmospheres, how good it is fans being back. But I'm sorry, Liverpool fans, Anfield, what a fucking library. Mm. I know you're playing Burnley, but come on, first game of fans back at Anfield, like a full stadium. 
you'll never work, walk alone finishes. And they're like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know what to do, mate. It's a, I feel bad because there's there's obviously, I think a majority of Liverpool fans are like die hard and they'll sing and stuff, but it depends who shows up to the game now because it's becoming like a middle class sort of game where I think it's something every, the top every six, work, isn't it? working class fans, they can't afford to fucking go every week in, week out. Yeah. So to be fair, European nights, Anfield is banging because probably working class do they think oh they pick, they have to pick and choose their games they'll pick a european night think right i've been waiting this long i'm definitely going to go to that game mm-hmm. for the fans that go in week in week out they're probably not going to sing because they're they're middle class and they they've got <laughs> they just don't give a fuck about football they just fill their time with that's that that's the one thing um yeah that annoys me about modern football the fact that it's just so corporate we talked about it before and i said even Seeing Leeds with the success we've had, I, I fucking obviously love the fact we're back in the Prem, but the fact it's so hard to get a ticket now. And mm. um, yeah, when, when you've been going to games for so long and you think, well, where, where was everyone when we were shit? But I guess obviously the attractions there when you're doing better, you might spend yeah. that extra bit of money and make that extra trip when, when you're doing well because you want to see that and you can justify spending that money. You've got yeah. to pick and choose. But however, it, it is annoying when you see genuine fans missing out for the sake of people that are happy to pay an extra few quid and get corporate and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not right. Not right. Nah, something needs to be done, but it's it's hard. it's out of most people's control, isn't it? It's down to the club and they can charge what they want if they get the money for it. So, yeah. 20's plenty. 20's plenty. Anyway, we've got some great content coming up for you on this pod. So um, for all five of you that are still listening, please uh, do not turn yes, off. Yes, keep listening. Next up, we'll be talking about um, modern football and uh, what makes a team tin pot. So modern day football, we've uh, been talking about it. Um, what we want to know is... Uh, Tin potness in football, the the vicious disease going yeah, around. Um, yeah. Where do we draw the line? That, that is the, the big question. Um, quite funny, actually. We discussed on the last pod, didn't we, about uh, plastic flags and uh, clapping opposition players. Obviously, I disagree with both. And however, uh, Leeds did both on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, justifiable, justifiable. I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, um, obviously... We clap Fabian Delphi, who's an ex-Leeds lad, come from the academy and whatnot. So you can excuse clapping for players with, with good ties to club and good relationships. So that's fine. <laughs> um, and then plastic flags. I mean, I, I'd prefer scarves, if I'm honest. But our first game out, um, first game of fans back for 17 years in the Premier League. So uh, you can't begrudge that, really. I mean, like, I'm not a massive you fan of that. fucking hypocrite. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Also, we started slaying Spurs last week for doing it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, oh, right, fair enough. As a one-off game, I'm happy with it. If we did every game, and I've like, this is a bit tin pot now. We just want a bit of like raw, yeah. raw atmosphere uh, and whatnot. So. I think there's a t- yeah, time and a place for them both. Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, I've got a, I've got a list of things that some people may consider tin pot, some people may not consider it tin pot. What I know, Podge, is what you think. Well, what's the other word for what's the opposite of tin pot? Shit hot. There we go. <laughs> tin pot shit. or shit hot. Okay. So we'll start with uh, plastic flags. Uh, uh, I, I wouldn't say no, but I wouldn't say it's shit hot either. No. I, I'll, uh, I'll sit on the fence on that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So would you say like it's got to be a certain occasion for it to happen? Or I'm not opposed. Like if it's if it's a bigger yeah if it's a big occasion, 
get the flags out but on a random game then probably Mate, Cov, when in our Wembley 87 final we had flag like massive flags and that looked sick yeah I, lo- I like it with like the massive flags and flags that are personal to, yeah, to yeah, people yeah. when you've just got like plastic flags that the club's given out if it's a massive occasion potentially let it slide but uh, yeah I'm, I don't fully agree with it mm. the next one this will probably be an easy one clappers <sighs> Nah. You've got to think about that. Nah. One. You shouldn't even have to think about that one. Not for me. Use your hands. Tim Pop. Grow up and use your fucking hands. Yeah, yeah Tim, Tim Pop. Tim Pop. Definitely agree with you there. That's, uh, a, that's a Leicester City special, that one. They love it. Fulham love it as well. It's basically teams that can't create an atmosphere. Mind you, Leicester fans aren't that bad. Even, you even shouldn't in, need uh, You shouldn't even, need clappers to create an atmosphere. Yeah. Use your hands. Yeah. Even Wembley <laughs> even Wembley had them for a bit. Like, they'd have a few clappers. That was yeah. like back in 2010, I think. Fuck that, though. Fuck no that. more. Sing, stand up, clap. Don't fucking get your clappers out. It's embarrassing. Uh, goal music. Tim Port or shit? That's ball? massively Tim Port. Yeah. I've, I'm massively opposed goal agreed, music. Agree, agree. It's uh, like, and you just look at the clubs that use it. Norwich and fucking Reading. That says it all. What about on the on the flip side? For major tournaments, they they do a lot for every team. What are your thoughts on that no, major tournament? Still no, don't like it. No. Do El Natural. Just use the fans. Cheers. El Natural. Don't use a don't use a tannoy to cover up the fan celebrations. Yeah, with shite music. No. Um, go on. I've got a couple. So, first one you don't really see it anymore, but cheerleaders. Ooh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. So, like Crystal Palace used them quite a bit. I don't know. No, that's shit hot, do. mate. I ain't Tim <laughs> <laughs> Of course, you said you gotta be careful. Tash, <laughs> Tash might listen. If you're listening, Tash, I love you, dear. <laughs> um my other ones are you know i don't know if you've seen it it's quite a niche one but um we've used it cover used it for their first game back and wolves use it it's the like flames at the start when they're walking out i i I love them they're literally shit hot you know they have the fat flames coming out like literally are shit hot they are beaut they are beaut yeah fair enough fair enough and what wait wait one more that i've got is uh this is a big one mascots yeah, yeah, we've got a mascot. I think mas- mascot. I think mascots are good, especially for the kids. What was that game when the two mascots started scrapping? I can't remember what teams they were like now. <laughs> we'll <laughs> They're literally going that. for it, and they fucking got like, the stewards had to take them away. We'll have to fire that. That could be the that could be the name of the pod. Yeah, scrapping mascots. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. This has got to be tin pot, surely. Song sheets. That's yeah. That's at, you're not in a fucking church. The epitome of tin potness. You're not in a. You're not in a. It is a church, but it's not a. Not an actual church. Get rid of the fucking song sheets, hymn sheets, whatever. Get rid of it. Yeah, you should know. You should know your songs. You should. That's just that is. Song yeah. Sheet. Uh, what about singing sections in grounds? In grounds. Now, Coventry have one. We call it Singers Corner. Leeds have one. It's called Ellen Road. Oh yeah, fuck off. <laughs> but it's it's not exclusive. Obviously, like the rest of the stadium. What's sing it called? Too. Sorry. We just call it Singers Corner. <laughs> But I'm not being funny. It's singers' corner. It's, it's, it's like not official. It's just like it's not officially by the club. Like that's just where the fans that want to sing go. Yeah. It's not exclusive to them. Everywhere else in the stadium sings. But I will say a massive credit to them because they do get the atmosphere going. Like they have a drama, all that shit. It gets the fans off their feet. It gets them singing as well. I'm glad you mentioned drums as well. So that'll be the next one. Okay. However, before we go to that. I, 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 right, I kind of get singing sections, especially in 
modern football where the, the atmosphere isn't as good as potentially yeah. what it used to be and some stadiums needed to get it going especially going to a lot of england games at wembley i know they try and um i think like block 109 they've, they've done a lot of stuff there to try and get the atmosphere going um which which i get because when there's like decent fans scattered across the ground that want yeah. to get make the noise when they're scattered around they, they can't it. get a lot going it kills yeah. it a bit so you need the fact like like-minded fans to go together so mm-hmm. i kind of get that so i wouldn't say i'm massively opposed to it um obviously some clubs need it more than others mm-hmm. but yeah I, I get where you're coming from the, the the rico is used to be renowned for crap atmosphere like i'm you, not used to be i'm not ashamed to say it but now you got to give credit to the their singers' corner and the rest of the fans in the stadium. There is a there is natural buzz and an atmosphere. Yeah, it will lead you onto the drums now, but the drums also have a big impact. That's why I'm a fan of the drums. You're a fan of the drums. It fucking nah. keeps it keeps the tempo going, and, and the players you can see they thrive off that like like twelfth man of the fans, including the drums. Shouldn't need drums. I think I'm, it, I'm against drums. So you're, saying, adds, you're saying drums are shit hot. I'm saying they're tempo. Yeah, I, I think they're shit hot. They add, they add to the atmosphere. Shouldn't need drums. Just get the get the vocal cords working, mate. It's like a it's like a primal like fucking like we're going on a hunt. We're trying to hunt these fucking players down. <laughs> you got you got like the tribe playing a bit of drums and singing. And, it's yeah, well, it's it's all like primitive, isn't it? it all goes back Again, to that like... it leads on to the next one. Go on then. Just any other instrument? Do you think that's acceptable? Yeah, it depends, though. I was like, I don't know what people's opinions are on the, you know, the horn at the England games. The England band. The trumpet. Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I like them. You know, but you know, like me, 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 me. Yeah. Like, I'm what? a, I'm a fan of that. Any day of the week, I would prefer um, not having a band. However, I do see they have got a bit of a purpose sometimes of England, especially at the Wembley games. The away games, you get a good atmosphere anyway, but. The home games, it does sort of keep everyone, especially in a big stadium, it keeps yeah. everyone in time and gets the atmosphere. They, they do get a bit, they do keep the atmosphere going at the shit games. Like, well, next week it's Andorra at home. I've got tickets for it, and I'm thinking it will need some it will need boosting. something to boost it. So, yeah, I, I I can appreciate it from that point of view. But on a general like, if Leeds had drums, then no, it wouldn't happen. It, it, they, they'd get the fucking drumsticks shoved. It's their um, yeah, it's it's horses for courses, isn't it? Some places it will work, some it won't. Can I just say, what, what do you think about the Pompey belt? I think I've put that down. What there. do you think about the Pompey belt? I've actually put that down on my notes. I said, if he would, um, if I was a, a Pompey fan at the game and he was sat behind me, waving that bell game, it'd be going straight up you his arse. You can shove your fucking bell up your ass. That's literally, <laughs> it's the most annoying fucking sound in the world. Yeah. And we'll have another sound we go to that. Yeah. And yeah, you just, annoying. if Pompey are losing, they're just going to get shit for it all game. You can shove your fucking bell up your ass. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, this one's an easy one too. Dab cams. <laughs> I've only ever seen this once, and that was at a dab game. cam. I mean, I'm pretty sure when we went to that England Motor game, they had a dab cam. No way. That's disgusting. At half time, it actually disgusted. That's so American. So it keep it, keep if it. it came on me, I would just get my knob out. Knob out or fingers out. That would stop them from doing it again, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's disgusting. How's that for your dab cam? <laughs> <laughs> Dab with your cock out. This one's an interesting one. Throwing beer around on the concourse. Nah, it depends. If it's like if it's a big game and if, <laughs> yeah, if it's you like a, throw beer during a big game. No, nah, if it's like a if it's like a partisan atmosphere or like a European night or or a big cup game, you you too fucked to care in it. It adds to the atmosphere, but 
Yeah, you, you're not going to see it versus Rochdale at halftime, are you? Well, you might yeah. do, but... Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm not so. sure. Regards to that, when you're paying like six quid a pint, I'm drinking it. I'm not throwing it. Who's throwing their pints around in night? I do see it, but yeah, you get. I don't know. But it's like let's go fucking mental, especially. I, I, I can see you get a bit carried away. You know? But that that's like none of your concern as long as you don't throw your pints. So you, it's all good yeah, unless yeah. you throw your pints. So I can see it when like, you're in control like, of when, that one. when um. Especially like England games and major tournaments and stuff, people throwing their drinks when England score. I, I get that you get a bit carried away. I mean, uh, I remember being uh, in France for England Wales in the fan zone, you know, and stories about last goal. Yeah, and I think I paid like six, seven euros for a fucking Carlsberg, and it's disgusting. But I was like, right, there's nothing else, I'll have it. Yeah, I was like, there's no way I'm throwing this. Just bought it. <laughs> story scores, it gets launched to the Welsh fans straight away. 100%. I think I've already said that story on the podcast. Yeah, for any two people that have heard it before. Um, <laughs> Uh, next one then. So flares, tin pot or shit hot? Shit hot. Shit hot. Yeah, love a flare. I mean, you're risking yourself getting banned from the stadium. Yeah. But fair play to the ballsy fuckers that bring them in. Many a time has a sky blue flare been lit and yeah. just completely takes the uh, stadiums. It's beautiful. Yeah, love a flare. Even if it's funny because you, it's like say you equalise. Cov gets the flares out against Northampton or like Shrewsbury, and then you go on to lose like three one. It's it's funny, really. <laughs> Love the flare. Um, singing on the train or any other public transport for that matter. Uh, it's uh, it's fifty fifty. What it can be annoying, but if you if you're in that spirit, then it's it's part of the atmosphere. Isn't it? Shit hot, shit hot for me. Definitely not Tim Pot. Love the atmosphere. It depends. You have to be a certain level of pissed, I think. For me, anyway. That's for yeah, me. it makes it so much better. The journey up there is fucking amazing when you're on the beers. And yeah. I mean, to be fair, if you're a day-to-day passenger or going to work or something or whatever, you probably wouldn't appreciate it. But in the moment, it's shit hot. Um, next one, sitting in the home end at an away game if you can't get tickets. Uh... <laughs> You, quite, you can't you really say it's thought about that. I've done it before. Yeah, but it's difficult. Well, how you can't say that's Tim Pot, can you? No, it's not. If a, you can't get an away ticket, shit hot, then, isn't it? I think it's, the, it's the, big... club, the club. Should, they should be able to sell out their home tickets. If they can't sell out their home tickets. You're doing them a favour. You're pumping money to the club. You're you want to see your it. team play. Yeah, um, appreciate sure that. Probably has kicked off a few times when there's been away fans in the home end. But shit, houseery at its finest. That's yeah. if you win. Yeah, it's not an easy thing to do. I've, oh, I've done it once or twice. It's not not ideal. I'm not very good at keeping quiet. Um, nah. I remember before, uh, I think it was MK Don's away, and uh, we saw that our end. I don't know, that's about six, 7,000 Leeds fans because MK Don's got no fans. And that was a good, <laughs> like, a good, like, 1,000 or so Leeds fans probably in the uh, home end. And it, it got to a stage where there was pretty much all the fans near the away end in the home end were Leeds fans. So yeah. all the stewards marched them into the like, away end, just like, move, I don't know, they moved the segregation or whatever, but <laughs> they literally marched them all in. They're all like dancing, going into the away end. Christ. Love it. Love it. Um, next one, Stone Island. Yeah. I'd never, I'd, I'd never wear it. Cause, you no. Know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a pussy and I feel like be a target. I wouldn't wear it to mill all the way. Yeah. I'm a fan of it though. It's all part of the culture. Yeah, I'm with you there. I wouldn't wear it myself. I like I like a few like 
like a Lyle and Scott, you know, uh, a few uh, things that would be seen at football. Yeah. But um, yeah, I wouldn't wear a stone. I'm quite a uh, casual clothes wearer. Every now and then I do rep the uh, the shirt, the like football shirt, but I'm quite casual. The football shirt, you know. Next one then is uh, wearing a football top on top of a hoodie or a jacket or whatever. Mm, Nah. I think that's Tim Pot. That you, is, you either wear it or you don't. That is Tim Pot. You wear it or you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, Tim it's Tim Pot. Uh, leaving the match early. Massive Tim Pot. Massive, Massive Tim Pot. I don't care if you're travelling 2,000 miles and yeah. you're missing a fly or whatever, you've got to stay to the end. Well, no, no one will be leaving the, the Rico or CBS Arena early. What? The last two weeks, anyway. Fucking hell. Sitting down at an away game. Uh, it's sometimes you get forced to, but if if you can help it, then you got to stand. Forced to? Yeah, when yeah. do you ever get forced to? Stewards, mate. Stewards, taste sit down. I've never been forced to sit down at an away game I have. because uh, everyone stands up and they, oh yeah, no. they're not going to tell thousands of people to stand, uh, you, sit down if you're all. Stood you up. end up standing up anyway, but you do get the odd steward telling you to sit down. But if you're all together and all stood up, then yeah, it's yeah away days. They need to stay standing. Sitting everywhere. down at home is worse enough. You can understand it in the family areas yeah. and stuff like that, but um. Behind the goal, we should always stand. Mexican waves. That's obviously, obviously massive tin pot. Shit hot. I mean, oh, they've done it a couple of times at Wembley, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. It's honestly embarrassing. Like, people behind me trying to start, I'm like, fuck off. And mm. Everyone's seen, like, fuck the Mexican wave, and these guys like, do their first, yeah. first ever football game, and you're thinking, what the fuck's going on? It, just, just watch the football, enjoy it. Sing, make a bit of noise. Don't do a fucking Mexican wave. England, England fans abroad are class, aren't they? Because yeah, they, exactly. When they're they, doing a Mexican they know wave, not to do it. <laughs> they either boo or stick their fingers up or whatever and just stop it. Yeah. Next one is quite a touchy subject for a lot of fans. Half and half scarves. Yes, Tim Definitely Tim I saw some for the Leeds Man United game. You obviously saw that fan that yeah. Man United fan that had one. Oh my god! Who, oh, who in their right mind gets away with selling them outside of the stadium? Horrendous, isn't it? Horrendous. I remember <laughs> I went to Watford away before, and uh, I think it was like the second or third round of the uh, League Cup, and they're doing half and half scarves for that. It's like really oh, such a big occasion. Yeah, you're definitely gonna get half and half scarf. You shouldn't get one even for the biggest occasion, let alone yeah. Leeds Watford in the fucking League Cup. Mm-hmm. Well, what is that? Yeah, Watford Leeds. But um, <laughs> next one, random one, popcorn. I've seen it in a few of these modern shitty stuff. Nah, that's that's got that's tingle, cinema yeah. food. So, yeah, get rid, get rid, get out. Padded seats. <sighs> I'll answer for you there. Tin pot, you shouldn't be fucking sitting well, down. I, I, you shouldn't yeah. be sitting down anyway. The Emirates is full of it, isn't it? Brighton. I think Brighton's got padded seats as well. Really? Yeah. It's a bit... I'm sure there's a few of the modern stadiums. It's a bit... Yeah, it's a bit like cinema-esque. Too much. Too much. Right, we've gone through quite a lot there. The last one, supporting two teams. That's tin pot. Yeah, tin pot. Obviously. Tin pot. Obviously. And we leave that there. Next, we're going to go through some of the worst tweets from footballers and... There's some crackers. There is some Lovely. crackers. Lovely. So a special little part here. We've got some... What's the... up, guys? What's up, guys? We've got some of the uh, worst footballer tweets ever. And there is some classics. A lot of them are from when uh, Twitter was fairly new and people didn't really know the how it was. consequences, and what, yeah. what went on. It? Some of them, uh, they did tickle me. They did tickle me. So what the... I'm going to read them out. and Paul's just got to try and guess who it is. Yeah. Right. With a couple of clues, at least. A couple of clues, potentially, yeah. So this one, um, 
my wife and kids are not around. What do people think I should do? And obviously he got loads of replies from that. And then he put, everyone is suggesting I have a wank. What is the meaning of a wank? Oh, no, I think... <laughs> you um... know my first language is French. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear I've seen someone retweet this the other day. Uh, Ex-Arsenal. Is... And he also played for Gala Scum. For who? Gala, Gala I can't say that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Abue. Yeah. Abue. Oh, this one. More an idiot. I've, I've got a few from the same person now because he's got so many classics. Yeah. So I'll, I'll read them all out. And you okay, okay, okay. You, you, you'll definitely get this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he, he basically started it on himself on Twitter. He tagged himself in, the, he tagged himself in this. Oh, I know this. In 2011. Right. I'm not going to say it. I'll yet. put you asleep within 10 seconds, you little girl. Don't say stuff and not follow up on it. I'll be waiting. Yeah. <laughs> he's tagged himself. <laughs> um, and again, know, 2011, exactly. a classic year for uh, the, the bad tweets. Hi, Rio. Do you want picking up in the morning, pal? And that was just a general statement. It's not even tied to me. And then Phil Neville tweeted, um, I'm up and ready for first session of a day, bike ride around the lake. And he replied, shut up, Philip. You're boring the life out of me on this. <laughs> oh, dear. You must know that. Yeah, this Wayne Rooney. He's had some great tweets, to be fair. Yeah. Fat granny shagger. <laughs> uh, I love how he just like, it's like statements on Twitter, but he's just replying to himself as well. He's so fucking time. stupid, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, next one, right? We got um, at Drake, yo, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> I just realised it actually says his name in this tweet, so you're gonna get okay, this one. Okay, this is a giveaway straight away. All right, this will look count. At Drake, yo, bro. It's me, Ashley Cole. I'm on this thing now. Yolo, ha ha. <laughs> oh wow! Did you I'm reply not... to him? I didn't. I didn't go that far, man. I didn't look. Next one, he put, um, wow, at Kylie Minogue is hot in that video, spinning around, love the 90s. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. He just loves the pop stars, doesn't he? Yeah, and loves shooting air rifles at kids. Yeah. Uh, right, next one. And, and this will be quite a tough one, I think. Um, I might give you quite a few clues on this. But you, I think you'll get it after the clue. Okay. Um, so after the Carragher spitting incident, yeah, um, he tweeted, Cara 23, if you spat at me, I would pull your head off. Great mole roddle, he's spelled it. Mole roddle. <laughs> and I have made mistakes. He's spelled mistakes on his <laughs> uh, Well, it's got to be someone stupid, isn't it? Uh, who's stupid in football? Yeah, I'll give you a clue. Play for a team in Yorkshire, they're not Leeds. Mm, Scored a banging goal in the player final. Is he a Premier League player? He, uh, he was at one point. Scored one of the best goals in the player final. For a team. Oh wait, wait! I know, I know, I know. Oh no, I didn't play for Leeds. Wait, let, let me, let me think, let me think. Play for the Tigers, rah. Uh, David Mailer. No. Think of that unbelievable volley. Ah, oh, Dean Windows. Yes. Yeah. What he's he's at Twitter. Fucking. <laughs> he's on Twitter now, isn't he? Wow. Um, this one at J.K. Rowling. Hi, can I speak to you, please? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I, I don't think you'll get that one just just from that. Uh, right, clue is French, played for Man United. Why are they always French? The French are weird, aren't they? <laughs> uh, played for Man United, yeah. Patu Sever, isn't it? No, it's not, it's not. Striker Marshall, he wasn't always a starter, like an ex player, played, uh, played for Fulham as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, Louis Saha. Yeah. 
Well, uh, yeah, why? That's there's some weird tweets going on there. Do they know how Twitter fucking works? Or not? I don't think they did back then. Though. A lot of these are old. Like I reckon they tweets. they were they thought they were DMing them really, but they were actually uh, tweeting the fucking DMs basically. Yeah. Another one. Uh, just this is not a different person. Just seen Talisa's sex tape. Awful techers. Hashtag rookie BJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that is class. He's been in trouble for tweets before. I think he got banned from a few games. Played for Burnley, played for Watford. Oh, well, not Crystal Wellamy. No. Uh, I think he played for Watford, actually. Uh, let me think, let me think, let me think. Burnley. Ah. Uh, oh. Go on, give us one more clue. What position? Striker. Oh. Uh, His surname's a colour. And the cushions to the left of you are the same colour as his surname. Oh, what, Andrew Gray? Yeah. <laughs> oh. How many clues you had to give that? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He's got to be careful. He's going out with uh, that bird from Little Mix, isn't oh, yeah. he? These ones are classic. I've never seen, I never saw these ones before. Um, I, I just happened to come across them. Uh, got a stripper for my brother last night. When she finished and had all her clothes off, who then gets her tits out? Question mark. My nan. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? He's also got another one. Who remembers that song? Who let the dogs out? Ruff, ruff, ruff. What a tune that was. <laughs> For some reason, I'm thinking Phil Neville. I don't know why. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Played for Sunderland. Um, Kevin Phillips. No. Lee Catmull. If you're a job and you do work in the garden, you're a... Gardener. Yeah. Gary Gardner. That other one. Craig Gardner. Yeah, Craig Gardner. Wow, that's mad. And then, uh, so the, the next one is, congratulations, Man City. You really were a shark team this season. To which a person called Gustavo Klimt replied to, "Top man, I promise to stop wanking over your wife now, Pete." And the reply was, "That would be great. Thanks, mate." <laughs> uh, who's got a fit wife? And his name's Pete. Or oh. Michael. No, I thought you'd known that one. Pete, I don't know. Go on. Very tall, does a robot. Oh, crouchy. Mate, these clues are too obvious. To be fair, some of them are quite hard. That one was an easy one, but some of them Yeah, but you're with, with it, like, there's hundreds of thousands of fucking footballers basically in there. This one really fucking tickled me. Just ran over a rabbit, devastated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most boring pundit that says the most obvious things in the world. Michael fucking yeah, Owen. Great shout out. Great shout. <laughs> Morning tweets. Yesterday I watched the Paranormal Activity Three, and today I'm going to put it in the bin. Too scary to watch. Uh, <laughs> You'll never get this one. I might as well just tell you. Gary Lineker. No, Victor Wanyama. Wow. Uh, you might remember this one. You would have definitely seen it at the time. Um, so he's tagged. There's a basically there was an account called uh, Cock or No Cock where they would post pictures. Oh of, yeah. Uh, well, like you had, to, you had to guess whether, you, whether they had a cock or not. Yeah. Um, so he, he replied to a few pictures. He put cock, no cock, nine cock, penis, it's a slong. Petri <laughs> <laughs> Sever again. No, he's German. Muller? Big German centre back. Uh, Matasaka. No, play for Leicester. Hoof. Yeah. 
Oh, nah, he's funny on Twitter as well. I've seen, yeah, I've seen, think, he, he, I've I've seen didn't get stuff. that one, but when he's like in the Champions League now, better start practicing my Rabonas. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some funny stuff from him. <laughs> Just had some kids uh, to trick or treat in my door. It's the first time it's happened in my life. FIFA replied, "What did you do wrong?" Oh, I'll give him that away. What did you do wrong? He put gave them Kit Kats. <laughs> Lukaku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this Fair one, play. this one's about goal, goal line technology. So a goal went in that was uh, a bit dubious. This was after the goal line technology was uh, implemented. Mm. So this person tweeted, um, "This wasn't in at any time. Told you this technology wasn't foolproof." Five minutes later, he put, "Got us another angle. It was in." <laughs> I'll give you a clue. Um, <coughs> it was just banter. Richard, Richard Keys. Yeah, mate. I don't know how he's still in a job. He works uh, for like some, what is it, B in sports? Al Jazeera or something like yeah. that. Yeah, one of those. Him and Andy Gray were good on Sky. Yeah, I like them on Classics. Sky. Obviously, the, they're just like their sexist tings and whatever. But... Sexist tings. All oh, right, anyway, so that's the end of those uh, bad footballer tweets. There were some absolutely horrendous shockers. ones there. I bet there's going to be some more shockers to come in the future. I'm sure as well. there's many more. There's many more. So, uh, yeah, next it's at the time for the old villain and hero of the week. Time for villain of the week and hero of the week. Right, we'll start with the villain. Let's smash through them. Let's go. Let's go. First villain is going to be the uh, Arsenal fan videoing in his car after the the result. He's an attention-seeking fucker. Do you see it? Uh, I think I've seen the lad go viral before it. They just yeah. they want bad results, so they have content. Oh yeah, they he, they love it when they. He's lose. clearly prepared all his sayings and whatnot before, and then uh, decides to get angry in front of camera and say, "Oh, Teta, get out! Fucking idiot! We used to shop in Harris, now we shop in Shuzo. We've got so much dead wood in this club, we can start a bonfire." Fucking idiot! <laughs> oh, Teta's as much use as a chocolate fireplace when it comes to management. Shut up, you melt. Yeah, that, that is honestly, it's not even that funny, is it? Like. It's ridiculous. We're laughing at, at them, not with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are, uh, you are a nominee. So hero of the week, I'm going to go with first of all the the Lincoln Redimps in the Europa Conference League. Calling the boys, huge historic win. I think it's the first time they they ever played in Europe. I know it's the the Conference League, but it's still a big deal for them. They're from Gibraltar, aren't they? So yeah, tiny team in Gibraltar. I don't really know too much about them, but I know that they beat a team from Latvia, obviously a whole country. Gibraltar is a tiny little rock, so for me, that's a huge achievement. And... Tiny, the rock is, the rock is pr- proving the uh... yeah. Fair play. <laughs> You're trying to think of something I clever. Was saying, then I couldn't think of one. <laughs> fair play. <laughs> but uh, yeah, fair play to them. Uh, who's your next villain? Jamie O'Hara. Jamie O'Hara. It goes on Talk Sport as if he's a dog's bollocks and he's won everything. Mm. Where. In reality, he was a shit player, bang average yeah. player, and um, he's a bang average pundit. And he's on Talk Sport now. I know Talk Sport likes to get a lot of bites and stuff like that. I think he was saying Norwich should be expelled from the Premier League because of their lack of ambition and whatnot. I don't, I'm not particularly a big fan of Norwich, and I think they're boring addition to the Premier League, but they've got their by merit. He's just saying that um, for bites, surely. Yeah. But some what of the opinions, you just think, fucking shut up. Yeah. Mate. He's so annoying. So he's he's nominated for villain of the week. Yeah. Next fair. hero, please. Uh, next hero is um, who did I have? So Sean Dyche, wasn't it? Sean Dyche, that's it. So 
basically he's bringing back retro football formation. Bringing back retro format, not just formation, but also kit numbers. So one to eleven, literally all on the pitch. Things uh, you'd love to see. You said, I think you, I'm pretty sure you said that was the first time a team's done that since like Charlton two... in 1998, 1999 season, I think. It was. Yeah. Um, Proper Brexit stuff. That yeah, yeah. Four, like four, 4 4 2 against Liverpool. Classic. They played well Classic. as well. I thought they were unlucky. Yeah. Bring it back. Bring it back. So... Bring it back. Well, our next villain is going to be whoever invented mobile football tickets. Shame on you. Shame on you. Uh, we want bloody paper tickets. That's what we want. Yeah. So every most football fans, you know, that have been to a lot of games. You will have a stash of tickets you've kept as souvenirs over the years, over all over the country, all over abroad, whatnot, wherever you've been. You will keep them. So mobile tickets, fucking waste of time. They're annoying. It means you've got to keep your phone charged. It takes long to get through the turnstiles. You can see there's been a lot of delays with certain fans um, missing kickoff and stuff like that. Yeah. So, Get in the bin. We don't want that. Part of the match day experience having that physical ticket, isn't it? Exactly. Well, it it's hard to, to sell on as well. Yeah. Or, or buy tickets on the black market if you can't get it genuinely. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, well, I had another hero, which was Ronaldo, but basically it's just breaking news now that breaking he was. News. It was breaking news that he was going to go see. Now it's breaking news that he's not going to see. And at this moment in time, it looks like he might end up having talks with United, Man who, United. Who? Man United, so so he was going to be hero for shit. in the Man United, while the scum fans, and um, <laughs> now he's not hero because he might be going to Man United. He sh- shit house the uh, Man City scum. fans, thinking he's going to go there, but it might not even end with you not Man United. There it might end with this PSG could update or... again within like the last every half an hour. Minute. It's changed so much. So. This this pod goes out of date it... every second, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. We will see. We will see. So we'll see what happens with that one. Exciting. Right. Final villain for me is um. Wembley steward for the Euro 2020 final, Yousaf Amin. Um, he was caught trying to sell lanyards, wristbands, high-vis jackets and whatnot for £4,500. Uh, he was spared jail. I think he got community service and a fine. Uh, what he did was shameful, really. You think how many fans could have got in, or how many fans did get in. It could have been so much worse. Yeah. He was part of that. I'm sure there was many other people that are part of it as well. Yeah. Um, but shame on you. You could have caused a major fucking disaster there. Mm-hmm. So you were nominated for villain of the week. Swat. Mine's uh, Daichi. He's going to be my hero of the week. Bring him back the retro tactics. Well, Love to see it. Well, in Shawnee, mine's going to be uh, Yusuf Amin and anyone else who was involved in letting people in or storming the gates at Wembley for the Euro 2020 final. Pricks. Pricks. Okay. So we'll be doing another pod next week. Yeah, we will be on it. We will be on it. Great to be here as always. Sam Miguel's have been flying on the yeah. Stella's. Bit of a mixture this week, Sam Miguel and Stella. Yeah, let's see where Ronaldo is uh, this time next week, shall we? Yeah. Thank you very much Thank for you. listening. Ta-ra. Bye-bye.